0: Here we can see that God gives a clear distinction. He gives clear instructions to the children of Israel, saying to them that you shall be holy because I am holy. So what does that say to us? Because we are the children of God as well. That God requires holiness from us. I know the world might say that how can we be holy in a corrupt world? But if God had spoken it, and instructed us to be holy, then that is the command that we need to pursue because that is what is expected of us as His children. And the instruction was quite clear how the children of Israel had to conduct themselves. Because we look at the word holiness in a perspective that we think that it is unattainable. That we cannot accomplish holiness in this life. Because God says, I am holy. And if God said it, then it's settled. Because He says that I am holy. And in being holy, we are made in His image. So that tells us that we are able to live a life that is holy. We need to represent Christ in everything that we do. Christ must be shown in everything that we do. Because when we look at the word holiness in its original intent, it means separation. Because when we see the English word has distorted the word holiness, but we always need to go back to what the original word means. It means that I have to be separated. So that shows us we can be separated. We can be holy. Because holiness and separation is required from us. He says, I call you to be separated amongst the world. And how can I walk in a way that is separated? A way that is distinctive. A way that can show me that my walk with God is not compromised. A way that will show the world that indeed I have been called out. And that calls for us to be completely devoted to God, walk in a walk that is single mindedness and only sold out to Him. We can go to Leviticus 20, verse 26. And it says, And He shall be holy unto me, for I the Lord am holy, and have served you from people that He should be mine. He says, And you shall be holy only to me so there it brings another distinction as well that when we are holy and separated from the world we only belong to God and to nobody else that we will serve no other God no foreign God because that brings the separation as well because holiness only only belongs to God because we have been created for him only And he says that so that they can be served. And they can serve me and be my own. So it shows us that being holy is not impossible. We can attain it. Because it only comes when we separate ourselves from that which is contrary to what the Word of God says. To that which is contrary to what God has said as well. Because it's only His presence that we require. We require the full manifestation of the presence of God in our lives. That will result in us being separated. Because the walk is not easy. But only by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is when we are able to do it. Because out of our own strength we cannot attain it. Out of our own accord, it is impossible to do it because we'll always fall back. But only by the help of the Holy Spirit is that when we can attain it. The Lord said He has given us a helper. He has given us a comforter. So call upon the helper and say, help me. Help me to live a life that is holy. A life that is sold out only to you and not to the world. A life that only belongs to you, Heavenly Father. A heart that is circumcised, a heart that only longs for you, a heart that only desires your purity, your love, and your affection only. That is a love that will enable us to be separated, that will enable us to be called out because we have indeed been called out or out of darkness into His marvelous light. And the marvelous light of God needs to shine through our lives so that others can actually see the God that we serve. The glory of God needs to rest upon us. We need to be carriers of His presence. But His presence can only rest upon a temple that is pure, a temple that is holy, A temple that is consecrated only for Him and for nothing else. Our walk with God must be evident, saints, so that others can see Christ and come to the glory of God, come to the salvation of God. So if we walk a walk that is compromised, how can others come to the knowledge of who God is the world is looking at us but the body has become the world we walk like the world we talk like the world we interact like the world there's no distinction between us and the world there has to be a clear-cut distinction between us and it's not a distinction of pride church It's a distinction of separation so that the world can come to the knowledge of God so that the kingdom of God can be established upon the earth as it is in heaven so that everybody can enter into the presence of God. But if we walk a walk that is divided, if we are unstable in our walk with God, how can the world see us how can the world see God in us? And it's not a message of condemnation I'm ministering to myself as well, that I need to get my work right with God. I cannot compromise anymore, because time is up. Time has already been sold up, because the harvest harvest is plenty, and the laborers are few. But we need to pray that God will send in laborers into the vineyard. Those who are willing to work, church. Those who are willing to work in the harvest. Those who are willing to go out and get the sheep that are lost for the kingdom of God. Our love for God must be greater than anything else. Our love for God must supersede everything else in this world. Because if we love God, we will love His people. And if we love God, we will bring His people to the kingdom. Because we cannot enter alone. Because the blood was not only shed for us. Salvation was not only bought for us. It was bought for everybody else. Before the foundations of the earth, salvation was there. As much as those have prayed for us to come to a point of salvation, we have to sow back and pray for those as well so that they can come to the knowledge of God. Seed was sown in our lives, and now the fruit must be evident as well. It should be evident. We need to love the Lord because if we love Him, we will surrender. We will completely give over everything to God. We will be a living sacrifice upon the altar of God. Amen. For we need to be a generation that the marvelous light of God can be seen in our lives. We need to be groundbreakers. We have to be. Because God is a generational God. I've been saved in my generation. So it is my duty that I need to take those with me. Because salvation will not only come to your house and your house alone. God will not only say that these Egyptians that you see now, you will see them no more. So it is on our part that we have to do that which God has called us for, that which is noble, fulfill the mandate that has been put before us to make disciples of all men, to spread the gospel unto all the earth, Because time is no more. He said, I'm coming, and I'm coming speedily, and I'm coming to fetch that which is mine. And then Leviticus, he states that he says, Those who are mine, I will come for them. Those who have been sold out for me only, those who have no spots and no blemishes, I am coming for them. I'm coming for a bride that is pure, a bride that is holy. A bride that is spotless. I'm coming for that bride. A bride that has not given herself to adultery, to fornication. And not fornication and adultery in a sexual sense, but where our hearts have not been sold out to Him. That is the part. And He says, I stand at the door and I'm knocking. Will you open up for me? Will you allow me to enter? And that is the called out ones. Because those who have been called are the ones that have been separated. The ones who have hearkened their hearts unto the Lord and said, yes, Lord. Because he said, many are called, but few are chosen. And only the chosen ones are the ones who said, yes, Lord. It's not about a church. It's about the kingdom of God. It's about the kingdom of God being established upon the church, upon the earth, sorry, as it is in heaven. It's about being separated. When we pursue the holiness of God, we put to death the deeds of the flesh. We die to self daily, we repent daily. Because we have fallen short of the glory of God, for we have all sinned. Because while we walk upon the earth, we have to work out our salvation with fear and with trembling. We have to work it out. It takes effort on our part. It takes commitment. It takes submission. It takes surrender to work it out daily. to die to the flesh. Because the flesh will never desire the things of the Lord. The flesh will only call out those things that are of the flesh. Instant gratification. But God requires from us to seek those things that are of the Spirit. Those things that are deeper the things that are eternal, the things that are of God. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added unto you. Seek me first. Pursue me first before everything else in this world. And I know that we have been clouded by the things of this world, world, by the troubles of this world the pains of this world. But Jesus says that I have overcome. He says in this world, there will be many troubles. He made it known unto us that it's not an easy walk, but it's a worthwhile walk. It's a walk that will give us eternal gratification Because it's a walk that will enable us to see him. We need to be transformed in our walk. Transformation needs to take place in our lives. And it first starts with the mind that needs to be transformed. Because as the children of Israel came out of Egypt... They were physically free, but yet mentally they were in captivity. They were in bondage. Their minds were not renewed. So daily, Lord, transform my mind. Renew my mind, Lord. Let me only see you in all of this. Let only your glory be revealed in all of this. Good or bad, let me only see you. Let me count it all joy, whatever I go through. Because in that, I can only see you. In my struggles, I can only see you. I can only glorify you, whatever I go through. Be it in the furnace, being in pleasure. I can only glorify you. When I'm in the valley, I can glorify you. When I'm standing upon the mountaintops, I can still glorify you because I know it is not out of my own that I'm standing, but it is only by the grace of God. It is only by His strength that I can find myself established in Him and nowhere else. I can find myself justified in Him only and in nothing else. My joy is only established in the King of Kings and in nothing else. My pursuit for Him should be greater than everything else. Because if I pursue him, I don't see anything else. I only see him. Then I will be like Enoch. I will walk with God and be no more. Walk with God and see nothing else but God. And only see his hand in it. For the new wine can only be contained in new wineskin. Because the old wineskin will not have the capacity to hold the new wine. And that is the new wine of the Holy Spirit. Because the power will be so much that the old wineskin will not be able to contain it. And when we look at what a wineskin is and why is it that new wine cannot be put into old wineskins, it's because there's a process that happens within the wine as well that when the new wine is poured into the new wine skin they both expand together so how can expansion take place in an old wine skin we can only stagnate and remain where we are because the process of fermentation cannot take place because salvation is a process holiness is a process because we are being processed daily We have been renewed daily. We are daily walking with God. He says, in your weakness, I will be strong for you. When we are tired, I will give you the strength that you need. My Holy Spirit will be there to refresh you. I will refresh you. Where we are shaped and molded into Christ. Because the mold takes the form, the liquid takes the form of the mold. And by spending time with God, we become like Him. We look like Him. We speak like Him. We walk like Him. Because what is contained in us is Him only. And nothing of us is present in us. Amen. For we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We are peculiar. We have been chosen by God. We are of royalty. And royalty was bestowed upon us by the blood of Jesus Christ when he said it is finished. And he took his blood and he put it upon the mercy said, He said he is finished. And our crowns were placed back on us. Our sinful nature was exchanged to royalty that justified us, that made us worthy to enter into the presence of God. We were not disqualified anymore, but we have been qualified by the blood of Jesus Christ. And because we have been qualified we are a priesthood that we need to bring incense before the Lord. We need to bring supplications before the Lord because the greater priest, the higher priest, which is Christ Jesus, did it for us. So our part is to bring our supplications before him. Let our incense burn before the Lord and be acceptable before him. Let us come before the King of Kings as priests, as the Levites that have been chosen by God as His people to serve Him, to be separated, so that by us being separated from the world, we can draw men unto God, that they will see God in us. And we should not be a generation where the glory of God cannot be seen A generation where we walk with titles, but we're not operating according to the title that has been bestowed upon us. And it is not a title of being a pastor and apostle, but the title of being the sons and daughters of God. That is the title that we need to walk in. And if we go back to the basics of knowing who we are, that we are of royalty, we are the sons of God. Because he says that the earth is waiting for us. The earth is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The earth is in travail. The earth is calling out for us because we do not want to manifest. And it is our time that we need to manifest as the sons of God. Walk and operate under the calling of God. The purpose that has been placed upon our lives, that is what we need to operate under. Not titles that makes us boast. Titles that makes us pompous and forget that we are merely sinners that are saved by the grace of God only. And that is all that we need to know. That we are sinners saved by grace. And then we need to go into the field and fetch those who are weak. Because we need to carry each other's burdens. That is what we have been called for. That is what we have been separated from. That is what the light of God has shone shown upon our lives so that his glory can be revealed in us. That people will see that we are those of a different spirit, a different breed, a generation that will not compromise because we've stepped into an era where compromise is evident, where the church has compromised. But now is the time that the ecclesia has to rise the called out ones for God the chosen ones for God the ones who are willing to go in amen yes. Philippians 2 verse 12 to 13 Wherefore, my beloved, as he have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and with trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. It is God only which worketh in you to will and to do his good pleasure. Because it is only God that enables us to work out our salvation. We need to actively work it out. We need to be committed in our walk with God. Pursue His holiness. And it comes with dependency only on God. Obedience and submission to Him. It brings us to a place of deep reverence for God where fear has also stripped out what the word actually means. It says reverence, acknowledge Him, know that He is God, walk in His faithfulness, walk in His word. Because only when there's a holy fear that will come upon us, a reverence and awe of who God is, His holiness, His majesty, His might and His power, only then, when we come to the understanding of who God is, that He's a holy God, that our walk with Him cannot be compromised, that we cannot justify our walk with Him and find scripture to justify it as well. Paul tells Peter that you cannot call yourself a Jew when you live like a Gentile. How can you call yourself a Jew when you walk like a Gentile? What do you expect the Gentiles to do? What are the Gentiles supposed to do? So it's either you're going to be a Jew or you're going to be a Gentile. And there's more mercy in not being lukewarm, but rather being sold out and on fire for God. Because the truth has been revealed to us all that we need to have a stable walk with God. Paul, on his way to Damascus, he had an encounter with the Lord. And Paul was one who persecuted the children of God. But when he came into contact with the living God, everything changed. Paul never saw Jesus. He never walked with Jesus. But when the appearance came, he knew that I had met the living God. He knew that this encounter had been different from any other encounter that I had read upon. He had studied the scriptures. He knew the word. But yet he persecuted the children of God. But when the light of God came upon his life, there was a revelation inside of him. There was a transformation inside of him that he knew that he could not keep quiet. That he knew that for this cause he had to die because he knew it will only bring glory unto the name of the Lord. By walking a course that is honorable only unto God. Romans 8, verse 30. Moreover, who... Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. We have been predestinated before the foundations of the earth. We have been called out already before everything. Because pre-talks calls about talks about before the outcome has already been determined for us. The Lord says, if the outcome has already been determined for you, why is it not easy to walk? Because I've already determined what this walk will be. I've already determined how it will be. I've already called you out. I've already put a title on you. I've already bestowed upon you what you should be. Why not walk in the holiness of God when it has already been set out for you? The example has already been made because God has already decided and it has already been concluded and He called us into a state of grace and moved us into redemption by the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Messiah, our Savior, our Redeemer. Because we are not justified out of our own accord, but only through the blood of Jesus Christ that there is justification for us. That allows us to enter into the presence of God. Because when God looks at us, He only sees the blood of Jesus Christ and nothing else. But that comes on our part to be obedient. Because we cannot divert from the ways of the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Word of God is a compass for us. It's what helps us to be separated. Because He says that His Word is quick and it's powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing by studying the Word, by being in the presence of God, by putting the Word in us. Because if we study the Word, have the Word, we'll be transformed and we'll be like Him. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So if only the Word of God is within us, how can He pour out something else? We can only pour out that which is within us and nothing else. Amen? Amen. It cuts through everything. It transforms us. It pierces through. Even the darkest depths in us, the Word of God is able to wash us because we are washed by the Word of God and we are cleansed by His blood. So we see the importance of holiness or rather separation to make it easy and to bring it home. The distinction needs to be present with us, children of God. Our walk should be Christ-like and nothing else. Our walk should be single-minded only for the work of the Lord and nothing else we should love in peace with our brothers because only then can we be separated and see God but we can only experience the promises of God like when Hosea said that I saw the Lord when the king no Isaiah said sorry I saw the King Hosea, when he died, I saw the Lord seated high above his throne. If only every Hosea in our lives would die, that which has taken the place of God, that which we have replaced, if that only can die, will we see God. We will see him in his power. We will see him in his majesty. We will see him As our Savior, as our Redeemer, as our provider, as our healer. Only then, when we decide that we will serve no other foreign God, will we see God in His power, and His power will arise. Because He says that I see the train of His glory that will fill the temple. And who is the temple that is us? The train of His glory needs to be evident in our lives. His presence needs to reside with us. It needs to live with us. It needs to remain with us. For the Holy Spirit to be within us. For as we draw closer to God, He will draw close to us. Amen. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. And what does brokenness talk about? It talks about submission, total surrender. Because only a spirit that is in total surrender and submission to God, God says that he will not despise you. He will not despise me. He will not despise us but only when we come in total brokenness before him, saying, Lord, I am weak, but I know that you are strong. Lord, I walk upon this earth, but I know, Lord, in your fullness and in your power, you are able to give me the strength that I need to complete the race that is set before me, that truly I will run the race and I will finish it. And truly, when I stand before you, I will not stand in shame. But I will stand with the victory that has been bestowed upon my life. Say that I have run this race. I've done all that which you have set for me to do. All that which you have called me out to do, I have done it, Lord. And the Lord can say, good and faithful servant, come in. Only then. Sacrificing, giving of ourselves completely to God, wholeheartedly, sold out only for Him and nothing else. For our eyes to be opened, for our ears to be opened, to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying unto us. The Lord says they've got eyes but they can't see. Have ears they can't hear. Lord, help us that we will see, that we will hear, and that we will do. Amen. And being called out does not mean that, that we are arrogant. It just means that I cannot go against the ways of God. I cannot go against that which the Lord has commanded me not to do. Being separated does not mean that I'm prideful. But it means that by the love and the grace of God I am able to walk in purity. Being separated does not mean I can lift up my nose and despise those that are weak. But it means that I am much stronger to go and I'll fetch you and say that it is okay, we can walk this walk together. Because the righteous fall seven times but then he will stand up again. And I will be there to encourage you and say, my brother, my sister, we can do this. Do not give up. Choose hope. Choose life. Choose God. Choose his saving grace. Choose his redemptive power. His resurrected power. Encourage the saints. Build the saints up. Love the saints up. Amen. Amen. And in representing Christ, his nature will be within me. Because when Moses went up to the mountain, and when he had come down, the glory of the Lord was upon him. It radiated. The children of Israel could not look at him so then it shows us that we are able to radiate his life, his light, by spending time with him. Because why is it that Moses could go up and when he came down, he was different? But for me and you, we still remain the same. There's no radiance in us. Because he says that when we, our faces towards Him, if we look to Him, our faces will be radiant. That the glimpse, that the light of God will be upon our faces and people will see the glory of God in our lives. And that only comes when we are obedient unto the Lord. And we need to reflect the presence of God There must be evidence. There must be fruit. Because Jesus says that you will know them by their fruits and nothing else. They can speak in tongues. They can prophesy in my name. They can cast out demons. But their fruits will always expose them. Their fruits will show you who they are, who they belong to. Who they walk with. Their fruits will show you who has established them, who they are filled with. And it's only their fruits. Amen? When Abram was called to be separated. Abram, he worshipped foreign gods. He created idols. But when God called him and said, Abram, come out. And I'll take you to the land which I have promised. Abram's obedience enabled him to attain the promises of God and nothing else. Because he only listened to the voice of God, to the word of God, to the sound of God. He was committed to his walk towards God and nothing else. And God requires commitment from us for us to be committed to him only, committed to his purpose, committed to his plans, committed to his work. For God is a consuming fire. He's able to purify us and he seals us with his Holy Spirit. And we are supposed to be the salt of the earth. We are supposed to be the changes, the game changers, those who will transform, those who will bring the light of God. Those whom God can look down and say, I have found a servant who is well-pleasing unto me, a one that knows my heart, The one knows the blueprint of heaven. The one that knows why they were sent upon the earth. The one that knows the purpose, the pursuit that has been placed upon them. The one that will not complain nor murmur. The one that will not take the easy way out and say, Lord, where are you? Why have you left me? Why have you forsaken me? but a one that will cry out and say, Lord, truly you are my redeemer. Truly you love. Truly there is a God in Israel and I am his own. That truly I am a friend of God. I am a son of the most high. I am a daughter of the most high. I am a called out nation. I am a royal priesthood. I'm a one that is not willing to compromise my walk anymore with God. Because the price was paid. The price was paid in full. A seed that was not compromised. A pure seed. How can we take our salvation for granted? When He carried the cross and He walked on the road of Calvary. When He had me and you on His mind before we were formed. And he said, Lord, I will go and I will save them. I will pay the price because I know your heart. Because I know that you have created them in your very image and in your likeness, Lord. And because of that, I will go down. I will even go down to the depths of the earth. I will make a spectacle of them. I will put them to shame, the principalities the powers and the authorities, I will put them to shame. I will go and get the keys and salvation will be theirs. That they will walk in my redemptive power. That they will walk in the greatness that I have, that I've done. Because Jesus says that I have been sanctified as well. I have walked the walk for you, and because of that reason, I need you to walk it as well. For those that are still behind, for those that are still in need of the salvation of His saving grace, and not have a reason or justified a behavior that people want to be like this. They want to live like that. No, they don't. They've been clouded. Like you and me, their eyes are still closed. But they just need the love of God. They just need His love. They just need us to show the love of Jesus. That He did. When He was nailed upon the cross of Calvary. And He said to the thief, surely today, this moment, you will be with me in paradise. Because you understood and you know who I am. You've accepted me. And in your weakness, you never saw your weakness, but you saw my strength. You saw my grace. You saw my power. The church needs to come back to a time where we repent before the Lord. Because he says judgment will come first to the house of Israel and then to those who don't know me. So, greater judgment is upon our lives, saints. Because the truth has been revealed to us, the knowledge of who God it has been revealed to us. We cannot compromise anymore. We need to walk a walk that is righteous, sold out for Him. Show others love. Mature in your walk with Christ. Eat meat and not drink milk. But desire the word of God like newborn babies desire milk. Only long for the things of God. Look upon the things of God. Look upon that which is above and not on that which is below. Because if you look on that which below, our vision is limited. But we need to gaze far off and see the complete work, the finished work of the cross of Calvary. He said it is done. He said it is finished. Pursue holiness. Pursue Christ. Love Him and love His people. For salvation has come to your house. Saving grace has met you when we did not deserve it. We cannot cancel people out. We need to remain on our knees and pray because the time is coming where God will come and He's coming only for that which belongs to Him. Amen.